It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Go Million. We pray that you're having a fantastic day. I'm Bishop G. Welcome to the Go Million and Go Million Ministry Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. We are so excited on today. We are going to be uh, interviewing uh, Overseer Linda J. Steinmetz. Steinmetz, I hope I said that correctly. And we're getting ready to bring her on screen. All right. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are oh. you? Well, I am doing. I'm doing. I'm doing very well. God is good, and I see you making uh, adjustments to the camera. Amen. So we can see your for <laughs> that stuff. Amen. Praise God. All right. You're looking good. All right. All right. All right. Well, good morning, overseer. How are you on today? I asked that question. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and uh, where you are from. Well, praise God, everyone. Um, I am Linda Steinmetz, and um, I am from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, right now, uh, our church is in um, Essex, Maryland, but um, right now, I, I am just so glad to be here today. And um, But originally, I was born in Baltimore. Okay. You, you were born in Baltimore City? Yeah, Baltimore City, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Baltimore is a great city. I've preached up there several times. I have uh, uh, a good a good friend up there, Bishop uh, Farrow, and uh, his daughter is Marissa Farrow, and she preaches all around the country. I preach for him, and I uh, I just preach a number of places in the city of Baltimore, and I love eating Baltimore seafood. I promise you. Oh, yes, it's good food there. We're, we're the South, too, believe it or not. And uh, there's a lot of people that migrated from the South, like my family, who came up from Virginia. Well, you from Virginia? For all I know, we could be related. <laughs> well, actually, actually, I'm not from Virginia. I'm from St. Oh. Louis. But oh. I've been in Virginia long enough to be from Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I'm, in, I'm in Prince George, Virginia, but I pastor in, in uh, Zuni. Zuni, Virginia. Uh, praise the Lord. So uh, tell us um, a, a little bit about uh, who you are and where you're from, your family. Okay. Um, well, I am a child of God. That's who I am, first and foremost, uh, born again, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost <laughs> with fire. And um, I am a PK. My uh, mother was also a pastor of the church uh, that I grew up in. And um, who I am, I, I am a daughter of, of two parents. Um, and I'm the only child of that family. And I grew up, but I had a huge uh, connected family an extended family and so lots of cousins and so forth. Our roots are from uh, Virginia on my mom's side and um, North Carolina and uh, on my dad's side, we're actually from Mississippi, Meridian, oh, wow. Mississippi. And my father uh, came up with her, his mother and um, a, a brother 
he had, um, my father had three brothers and he was from a family of, of four. And, and so, but his mother migrated up to Maryland, job opportunities were better. And when my father was a teenager, and then he went over in, 19, in the 1940s to Morgan State University. And um, when he graduated from there, he met my mom and my mom who was also, um, she went to Coppin State. Both my parents were teachers. So that's my background, uh, somewhat of some of my background. It's a long history, but anyway, that's I'm a product of uh, two wonderful African American parents that very much believed in education. Yes, yes, and so you you got people from down south and people from up south uh, in your in your family, and uh, down south is Mississippi, up south is Virginia. Yeah, so you got them both. And uh, and I tell you, if they believe in education, they believe in a uh, a good thing. So, and I, I I see also that that you believe in uh, education uh, as well. You've done some work at uh, Maryland University of Maryland, your undergrad work, and you've done your master's work at Morgan State, which I believe is the HBCU. So you've gone to a predominantly Caucasian university and a predominantly black university, HBCU. Uh, what what do you, and, and let me say a good morning and blessings to, uh, to Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins. Uh, let me ask you, what do you see as the difference between those two universities, if, if there is a difference? Oh, there is a major difference. I went to University, university of Maryland College Park uh, in the 70s. And uh, my class, my graduating class was the largest class to have African-American students. Uh, I came during a time when they had the BEOG grant uh, and Pell grants and so forth. And we were able to, you know, get our education there. I, I happen to have had a, a full scholarship to University of Maryland, a scholastic scholarship, which was wow. a blessing. My, my mother prayed for us so that uh, all the students in, in, in the church so that we could uh, go to college. And we certainly didn't have all that money that it required, but the Lord opened up a door and I was able to get different, uh, several different scholarships and I was able to go to school there. But it was a, it was a difficult time. Um, you know, we were discriminated against to a certain extent and uh, we experienced the marching and all that stuff. Uh, we had one time we marched on campus for rights on the campus for uh, minority students, not just African-American students, but all minority students. And they threw rocks at us and everything, called out names at us. So I, I, I've experienced some things like what was going on in the 60s of Dr. King's time. Um, yes, we experienced that. Going to HBCU later after I had graduated, going to Morgan because my mother was a professor there. And she said, you know, guess what? They're getting ready to have an architecture program there. So I went and uh, interviewed with the dean and so forth, and the Lord blessed me to get in. And it was a totally different experience. I had, um, now we had uh, white professors and all different races of professors there, but they more, the, the attitude at Morgan was to nurture the student. At University of Maryland, it was a huge class. I mean, we would have classes um, full of like hundreds of students at one time. You couldn't ask questions in the large classes. You couldn't. Um, you, you just had to wait until you met with your TA. But at Morgan, you could ask questions. It was a one-on-one -on -one atmosphere. It was very nurturing. Okay, okay, okay. 
man, that's a great advertisement for for an HBCU right there. That'll put you, that'll put you on. Uh, you know, I got a friend who works for the United Negro College Fund. I'm like, you need to get in contact with this lady here. <laughs> Listen, uh, so you received your master's in landscaping and architecture. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about landscape architecture and what what interested interested you in that field. Well, I was a good student in science and math and um, English. And so I, uh, I really wanted originally to be a doctor, but wow. um, <laughs> yes, I have several doctors in the family. And so I, I wanted to pursue that career, but um, I decided that that wasn't going to be the best route for me. And, but I love science and my grandmother had a garden at her house and I always was interested in the gardening and all of that. And so I did a little research and um, went to the Department of Labor to find out what are the upcoming jobs. And uh, they listed jobs in environmental studies and landscape architecture was one of them. And I was very much interested in it. So I studied what it was about and I said, oh, that sounds exciting. So it's architecture because I was good in art and and my mother was an art professor. So she taught me art from a child. So I love being creative and stuff. So that's how I got interested in it. Okay, and so, but what is landscape architecture? Well, it is architecture, but it's dealing with um, environmental design on the land, but you use architectural principles uh, in your in your design. And also it is some engineering is involved in it. You have to understand engineering and, and geometry, trigonometry, the maths, but it's also science with it. So you're designing on the land, you're planning, you're doing large scale planning, small scale planning, but it's it's dealing mostly with out, the outdoor uh, architecture and design uh, outside. Okay, okay. You know, I I, I loved, uh, 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 not, I, I took algebra, I loved geometry. I was, I was great in math. I never, I didn't take trig though. Uh, uh, and uh, Elder Sandra Louse Jenkins, uh, who's on today says her brother, uh, graduated from uh, Morgan State. So you, so you, you, you've done a lot of stuff. Uh, State Highway Administration. You studied that, uh, but 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 then you got a lot going on as as overseer. You you studied uh, at Baltimore School of of the Bible and Chesapeake Bible College and Binyard Academy of Bible School. You love the Bible. I love the Bible. I love the Word of God. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I hunger and thirst for the word. I really do. Say, say again. I didn't get that last part. I hunger and thirst for the word of God. Um, there, there was a time in my early 20s, it was like I couldn't get enough of the word. I wanted to understand who God was, um, where we came from, why we're here, what my mission is, what I'm supposed to do. I just was seeking for God. And so... Um, the church that I was in, they had a, a huge uh, Bible Wednesday night Bible class. I was at every Wednesday night Bible class. But then I then I acknowledged the call that God had on my life when I was 18. I was running away from it. I didn't want to be a preacher like my mother. I didn't. Uh, I saw what she went through. But I could not run away from that call. There was a call. And so finally, I acknowledged the call. And I preached my initial sermon when I was 33. And I realized you still don't know a lot. You need to go to school. So that's why I was pursuing different Bible colleges and to learn as much as I could. 
Okay, so well, so that that's that's a good thing, and uh, and uh, and 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 then you 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 started. You said you you uh you were licensed at thirty three years old, and your resume says that you you pastored uh, the Fair Havens Church. Yes, I started pastoring Fair Haven Church in two thousand and two. Okay, uh, my mother had she founded that church, but she got really sick. And in 2005, she passed away. I actually ended up being her pastor uh, before she passed. And so I took over that ministry. And then uh, in 2015, the Lord told me to change the name of the church. We actually just started a whole brand new uh, ministry in 2015. And the Lord told me he gave me the name and he gave me the vision for it. And we've been going strong, praise God, ever since. All right, praise God. We are so grateful for... Uh uh, Suffragan Bishop uh, uh, Monica Parche Price, good to have her with us. She says, "Praise God, Overseer uh, Linda Steinmetz. Praise God, we thank God for her. She has a great ministry up in yes, Milwaukee you. with my uh, my elder sisters up there, Bishop Cheryl uh, McBride Brown, and they both have great ministries up in uh, Milwaukee. We're grateful for her being with us today. So, so you 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 had Fair Havens." And then you 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 you, you pastored your mother at that church. You changed the name, and to and you and you and you founded a transformation a new life uh, international. Is, yeah. is that? I forgot that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and uh, now, Fair Havens was that in Essex also? Well, no. It started off um, in Joppa, Maryland. We were up in Harper County, Maryland, and which is a more rural area. And the Lord had us to go up in Harford County. It just so happens that that particular area there is uh, a military base uh, right next to where that is. And so um, we Aberdeen Proving Ground military base. And right. so we kind of reach out to the military community. Um, and that's where God wanted us to be. We were there for two years and it was really a nice place and everything. But uh, we were in, uh, we had a nice huge space, but it was in an office building. And we had a band and everything, and we just were making too much noise for an office building. <laughs> we ended up having to move out of there. But Y'all are praising God and carrying on. Yes, we were Friday nights, Sundays, sometimes Saturdays. We had Saturday evening, uh, Saturday go live service. Uh, it was nice. But, um, you know, we, we moved out of there, and then uh, we went to Middle River. We were in Middle River for a while. And then uh, we moved over here to Essex, Maryland, and we really love it here. So, but then COVID hit, of course. So we're trying to regroup from COVID and rebuild, you know, the ministry and go outside the four walls. We're, that's what we're doing. That's our vision for this uh, year, 2023, is to do more outreach, street services and all that kind of thing to get the word and the voice of the Lord out into the streets. It's a huge, ministries here because there's a lot of people on drugs we have a lot of even down in the baltimore city area um we have a lot of people that are homeless so what we're doing now we're working with the homeless ministries we also do a lot of partnering because my husband and i both have outreach ministries to men and women and so um and and there are uh, their churches within that realm uh we have a lot of churches that are fellowshipping with us so what we're doing is 
making those connections with those churches and they and and where their jurisdictions are where their the lord has them outreaching we go support what they're doing so all year long we're doing something you know supporting some other churches that we are in fellowship with and i think that the connectivity is so important oh yeah that's kingdom that that's kingdom yeah. Uh, that, that's kingdom. God told me uh, a few years ago that if your concern is not for all of the churches that exist uh, in the world, you don't have a kingdom burden. When most folks talk about they're going to they're going to they're going to build a kingdom about their church. But the kingdom is more than that. It's because of all of the churches uh, in the world, large and small. And if you have a kingdom burden, you have to have a burden for every church that uh, exists. Every church, you know, I know what Aberdeen Proving Ground is. I use I, 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 my, my secular employment was with the federal government, and I worked in logistics. And so we had we had a a, a, a part of our logistics up at Aberdeen's uh, Proving Ground. That was a, a headquarters. Uh, but now they've moved everything down here to Fort Lee, which is about five miles from where I am. They have every, everything down here at uh, at Fort Lee. Uh, so you all do a lot of outreach ministry, um, and well, what does that look like? Well, I can say, like, during, for example, during COVID, my husband um, partnered with some other men, and they went out and actually distributed food. Um, the military, also along with the military, we have the uh, Maryland National Guard that came out to support the food distribution. So um, he would go and, and, and even drive around. We have a minivan. So he would put stack up the minivan with food and then they would go out. And, and there are like people that shut in, that can't get out. He would go to their homes and deliver the food to them. Um, sometimes it means that Thanksgiving that we're out on the street and we're set up with um, another church and we actually serve the food to the people. The people come through. Um, I used to do that a lot. I was uh, on a, a board member of um, V. Gaddy Ministries. Uh, she had um, a food distribution and clothing and homeless center. And I was a board member on her in, in her um, company that she had. It's a, it was a 501c3 uh, ministry that she had. And so I was involved with that. And she actually was um, a, a, in the, I think the legislature in Baltimore. She ended up ended up doing that because she wanted to make a difference. But anyway, she started off just giving out food on the street. And she taught me a lot about large scale food distribution, large scale outreach ministry when you're talking about feeding thousands and thousands of people. She actually was um, on TV many times for that and in the Guinness Book of uh, World Records for giving out the most food at Thanksgiving for that time. So wow. she I have a son, uh, matter of fact, his deacon is with us every Wednesday, uh, Pastor Rico Evans up in College Park, Maryland. He has, he does food distribution. And then uh, a good friend of mine, Bishop Linnell Twyman, who is the bishop of the, the Washington, D.C. area for Full Gospel, he does a huge food distribution. And then I got another daughter down in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, 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 I can't even think of her name right now. I ought to be able to think of her name, Dr. Gooding. That's yeah. her name, Dr. Gooding. And yeah. she does food distribution down in Charlotte, North Carolina. So uh, I do, I'm not unfamiliar with food distribution. And we've done a little bit 
uh, at our church, not on a large scale. Well, yes, we did at one time. We did a we brought in a, a truck from uh, one of those big eighteen wheelers from oh. uh, uh, forget world somebody, and they and we distributed food on our uh, our lot, and we're getting ready now to try to go back into uh, distributing food uh, once uh, once a month at our church. So That's and there's a need for it. There is a great need for. Yes. Of food distribution because there are places that are are food deserts and there are places where people uh, have low income and mm -hmm. are in need of, of of food and and that's one of the things that Jesus did he he he, he said when I was hungry you fed me yes come on now I was hungry they asked him well when did we see you hungry Lord he said when you've done it unto the least of these you have done it unto me. That's right. So that's a that's a uh, a great ministry. So so uh, overseer, not only do you all have the transformation new life church, but you have the you are overseer as a matter of fact of uh, of the TNL uh, ministries, which is an international ministry, and you all have churches. Uh, you and your husband Brian, I know he works with you in the church. Uh, is he involved in that international ministry also? Absolutely. He is, um, Brian is the senior pastor of our church. He's also bishop-elect. Um, he's going to be ordained as a bishop pretty soon. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's going to be by the grace of God this year. Um, but yes, uh, he does a lot of the teaching. We have a class on Saturday mornings. We're training um, a bishop over there. And he is going to be uh, the bishop for TNL Africa, Transformation oh. New Life International Churches of Africa. And um, we have a, also we have a son in Burundi, uh, and he has a, a, a church there. And uh, we trained him last year. So um, we, we're bringing bringing the bishop that's in Kenya that we're training now. We're going to bring him to the United States. By the grace of God, um, this spring, and ordain him here, and then in August the plan is to go there. All of us we're taking a delegation of, of of leaders over to Kenya with us, and we're going to have a crusade and minister over there, and then we'll have a um, another ordina ordination service so that they can see him the, being bestowed as a bishop over there as well. That's the way he wanted it. He wanted to come here and then he wanted us to go there. But we're going to go there in August by the grace of God. Um, so we're looking forward to that. But we talk to them. He comes on um, in our service on Sundays and, and then we talk to him uh, on Saturdays or we may be, you know, talking to him during the, um, you know, all during the week. So it's a lot. And then I also have... Um, it's a prayer line and ministry line where I'm doing encouraging words to them on WhatsApp. And a lot of the African ministries and uh, other ministries all over the world use WhatsApp a lot. So I talk to them on WhatsApp during the week and then send them encouraging words. Okay. So nice. Praise the Lord. And my wife said, blessings to you, Overseer Steinmetz. Blessings, um, sister. Um, and and so, so now, your husband is going to be consecrated bishop, and and you will remain in the position as overseer of the, of the ministries. Is that correct? You you're yes. not going to be consecrated at all. 
I'm sorry, can you? I said, you're not going to be consecrated? Uh, as far as my bishop is concerned, the term overseer is interchangeable with bishop. So, no, they're not going to. I'm not going to go through that all over again because I was ordained in uh, 1995 as a pastor, and then I was ordained as an overseer in um, 2013. And I just, all, all I care about is not so much titles and all that. I just care about getting that work done and for God to be pleased with what I'm doing. I'm trying to hear from God more this year uh, than ever before because we are stretched really thin. And I've been saying, Lord, we need help. We need you to please, God, send us people to help us doing this. And that's why we've made a lot of connections with other ministries and things, because that's the only way we can get it done. Uh, I've had a lot of people, uh, people that are under me being an overseer that have made commitment that they are going to help us with the churches in Africa. They're going to help us with what we're trying to do here in the United States. So um, we, I, we do have um, other people that we're ministering to in other states as well as Maryland. So um, whatever God wants to do is okay with me. I just say, Lord, send the money so we can get it done and show us all we need to do so we can get it done this year. So I, I think it's going to be a busy year. I believe it. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Uh, uh, let me just ask one question. Uh, how far apart is Burundi and Kenya? How far are they apart, uh, mile-wise? I think... Um, uh, the pa Pastor Kopech told me that he says it's a six-hour um, flight. No, not six-hour flight. It's like about a 1,500 miles. I'll put it like that. Okay, okay. So, they're so. near, but they're not as near as you would think. Maybe like three or four-hour flight, something like that. But he, okay. he goes 600 miles to other parts of Kenya to minister, he was telling me. So I yeah, need to I, it on the map. It's a, it's a big country. Yes, yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. It 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 is very very huge, and and there are those who make us try to make us think that it is small, but it really really is huge. You hear people talk about Africa being a third world country, but Africa is literally the first world, because the cradle of civilization, uh, uh, the Garden of Eden, is in northern Africa. Uh, it's the cradle of civilization. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing so much. Not only are you involved in that ministry, but you also president of the Women of Valor, a Shields of Strength Women's Ministry, and which I don't really have time to talk about uh, because I got about nine eleven fifty five. Let me ask you this: um, uh, What do you see as your greatest reward in life? To this well, point. I, very quickly, I can just say the greatest reward in life was um, finding peace with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that might sound cliche, but it is the truth. Because um, I would not have been able to accomplish not one thing if it had not been for the Lord in my life and giving me that peace of mind. I'm a person that was a suicide um not victim, but I would say a person that wanted to, I wanted to commit suicide. Yes, I, I was depressed. Oh, dep I can talk to people about the spirit of depression I, and the spirit of fear. God delivered me from the spirit of depression. He delivered me from the spirit of fear. He delivered me from the spirit of low self-esteem because my mother and father were divorced. I, I tell you the good part of my youth 
But my mother and father were divorced and they separated when I was three years old. It was so traumatic. I remember the day she left them. And I grew up like that, feeling like my father didn't love me. And um, he didn't, he wasn't the one to say it a lot. And I was constantly chasing him. They had uh, sort of like a joint custody thing where she would take me down there on the weekends. She was really young too. That's another thing. And she was trying to find herself, find her place. And then she didn't want to be bothered with me sometimes. So I felt rejected, you know, from them. And it just, it just accumulated in me when I was a teenager and I wanted to die. And the Lord had to deal with me about that. And I had a life or death experience. And he said to me that day, he said, do you still want to die? I said, no, Lord. I don't, because I, I was going to church and I almost got killed going to church. This man pulled right in front of me and it was just, I know an angel stopped my vehicle from crashing into him. And I was literally, when I came into the church, I was shaking. And um, God dealt with me about that. And I had to ask him forgiveness because of that. So, um, you know, all I can say is that God is good. He helped me have soundness of mind to go to school and finish my education. He did that. So he's my praise, praise God. Well, I knew about about, about that, uh, that where you were. I've been where you were in terms of the suicide piece. But God, God is uh, is is good uh, in in saving us for our purpose. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: I got two minutes left. Uh, do you have any books in you? Yes, I do. I belong uh, to a book ministry. Um, well, it's um, Tyndale Press. I'm I, I'm a member of Tyndale Press. They have a, a club that you can join I, I, for lack of a better word it's a club you can join and they actually do training and show you how to write a really award-winning book i write a blog on facebook and i'm constantly writing all the time but i need to sit down and write to finish the book and get it published the only thing standing between me and doing that is um you know getting the finances together to, to bring it forth but yes, there's a couple of books in me. I've, I've re written out the outline for several of them. Okay, okay. Last question. Um, if you could ask God for anything and he promised he would give it to you, what would you ask God for? I would just ask the Lord for more wisdom and strengthen my body to be able to do what he has called me to do and to expedite it. Um, that, that would be the main thing that I would pray for and to be a, a, the best pastor and overseer that I can be. Um, and also to strengthen um, my family and my husband and I. All right, well that, that's a phenomenal answer. And what I'm doing right now is Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? 
come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's n-g-o-m-i-l-l-i-o-n at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Opening up our prayer line. Our prayer line is open at uh, 518-425-1719. And uh, if people would like to dial in, uh, we would love to have them be with us uh, on our prayer line. If I can uh, get it open, I think I've got it open. I tell you, sometimes things that are, that are so easy seem to be so difficult. Uh, well, since, that, since I'm having a little difficulty with that, let me ask you one more question then. What is your greatest prayer concern? My greatest prayer concern is that um, people are not paying attention to the signs of the Lord's coming back. We have uh, prophecies. I'm a student of eschatology, and we see that most of the prophecies have been fulfilled in giving us signs about Jesus coming back again. Uh, so we need to pay attention. People are not paying attention. As a matter of fact, they're going the complete opposite direction. But the Bible said that they would. Then we have people that are falling away. And I think COVID helped to push that button of people not wanting to come to church anymore and people not wanting to really serve the Lord. They don't see the urgency and the need. So my biggest prayer concern is that people, to me, it's like in America, they've turned a deaf ear. Other countries that we've been able to talk to people are hungry and excited about the Word of God. But in America, they don't seem to be excited anymore. Uh, they don't honor, like when I was growing up, you didn't. the stores weren't open on Sunday. We have what you, what you call blue laws. And I'm old enough to remember that. You could not go into the supermarket. You could not go, definitely not any bars or anything like that. Everything shut down on Sunday, but not anymore. Nobody no. references anything. No, nobody seems to honor uh, Sunday anymore. Sunday has become just a, uh, a, a work day. Um, uh, my wife says, awesome interview. Gene, Bishop Gene Taylor says, Lord, he's coming back. And in fact, she has a book out uh, on, on about the last day. And Elder Sandra Louse Jenkins said, uh, can you send info to Tyndale to the Tyndale Club? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and so I guess she she knows that they will help you uh, get your your printed work out your 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 book out. Uh, well, it has been a fantastic time uh, interviewing with you, and what I would ask you to do as we prepare to close this out is to do the our opening prayer, and then we'll let you go on about your very 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 busy day. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for the privilege of being here. Thank everybody for the time that they've taken uh, to join us. And so let us just look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Father God, we just thank you right now for this glorious, beautiful day. We thank you for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. Thank you for the activity of our limbs and food and shelter, God, and rightness and soundness of our mind, God. And we just honor you today. We love you. We worship you and we do uh, give you adoration and praise because you are worthy to be praised. Every day you give us new mercies 
Every morning you give us new mercies and we are grateful for what you have done. We thank you for our Bishop Chameleon here and this wonderful uh, opportunity to be able to speak to the people on this platform, Lord. We ask that you would just bless his ministry as never before. Uh, spread it out further and further that it will reach those that you would have it to reach and bless those that you would have it to bless. Bless his wife and his ministry and, and entire family, God. And we just thank you. We lift them up in the name of Jesus. Uh, meet every single need, Lord. You, you know what he needs mentally, spiritually, and financially. Glory to God. We thank you that breakthrough after breakthrough will come. Even to those that's even listening uh, by the sound of our voice, God, we pray for their, them and their families, Lord, and whatever they stand in need of right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, I thank you so much uh, that you are doing new things. We thank you for the connections that we've made over the last yes, couple so. of years, even, even in this platform, Lord, glory to God, and the ministries that we've met, Lord, we're just so thankful. We would not have been able to meet yes, these so. people if it wasn't for these platforms, so we thank you. We ask God that whatever people are standing in need of, there's there's those that I believe that are on the call right now that are standing in need of 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 healing in their bodies. We thank you right now for the spirit of healing that you said that if, if whatever it is we need, if we ask in your name, Lord, that you would do it. And so we thank you for healing of the bodies. Touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Glory to God. We plead the blood of Jesus against sickness and diseases. We know there's a lot of sickness out there, but we thank you that your people that are covered by your blood will stay healthy and well so they can do mighty exploits. Hallelujah. For your glory. Hey, glory to God. We praise you, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus and we bind the hand of the enemy from preventing your people, the church, from achieving goals that you have set for this year. We thank you. We praise your name. Glory to God. We're feeling excited in it about what you want to do this year. We ask God that every obstacle will be moved. Oh, hallelujah. And that you will pave the way to new victories. Glory to God. We thank you for the ministries that are represented here and every past bishop that is aligned with Bishop Gomillion. Glory to God. And we're thanking you. We thank you that he is our friend now and that we want to be uh, do mighty things with him as well. We give you glory on and the praise right now, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We thank you so much, and we want to certainly uh, make mention of our friends, uh, Bishop Richard and uh, Pastor Anita Stalling. It's through their ministry uh, that we met, yes. and so we thank God for them, and we thank God for you, uh, and so I'm going to ask you to have a phenomenally uh, blessed day, and we look forward to talking to you and your husband soon and seeing how we collab can collaborate on some greater works. Amen. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Bishop, and we love you and have an awesome day in the Lord. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. But well, we praise God for uh, Overseer Linda Steinmetz. We thank God for her. We give God glory and honor and praise uh, for her and for the work that uh, she is uh, doing uh, in the kingdom. We appreciate her so very much. And we appreciate all of you. I think I hung, had hung up uh, inadvertently uh, on the phone. I'm sorry for that. Uh, but uh, thank God that we are, uh, are back. Amen. Uh, praise God. Praise God. Who is on the prayer line on today? Elder Sandra. Hello, Elder Sandra. How you doing? I'm good. 
thank you thank you thank you for being with us uh the whole time uh with overseer uh linda j stymex amen we appreciate her yeah, i enjoy her uh, i enjoy her praise god praise god she is a wonderful person along with our uh, her husband praise god uh, who else is on the line pardon me Hello, Pastor Kim. How you doing? I am doing well, sir. Praise God. Thank you so much for being uh, with us today. Is there anybody else on the line today? Well, praise God. Uh, we thank God again for Overseer Linda Steinmetz, uh being with us today. Uh, Pastor Nathaniel Council is uh, watching us uh, also. We thank God for him. And uh, we appreciate uh, all of you all who are on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter listening to the Go Million and Go Million Ministry interview and prayer call. At this time, I'm going to ask if uh, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins uh, would pray for us. Yes. And I just want to start off praising God for bringing me to the other side of this illness. Oh, God, I want to. I just want to magnify his name. I just want to thank him and honor him and just bow down before him today. And I just bless his name. I thank you, Father. I magnify you. I glorify your name. And I worship you, Lord, in the spirit of truth, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come before you asking you, first of all, to claim us up, restore, renew, revive us. And ask you, Lord God, to forgive us for sin. Anything that we've done that was not pleasing in your eyesight. Anything that we yes, said, Lord. anything that we thought, anything that we dreamed, oh God, that was not pleasing in your eyesight. I ask you to forgive us in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift you up today. And I lift up those that are in the hospital. My mother-in-law, who, Lord, is still dealing with this COVID situation. Yes, it looks bleak, oh God, but. I pray, Lord, that you would turn her situation around. And even at her age at 93, I'm praying to see the glory of God move, not only in her room, but every room in that hospital, Lord God. That the power and the might and the power of the Lord Jesus would just be multiplied from room to room to room. And because she's in that hospital, Lord, at this time, that everybody in it will benefit from the blessing and the healing of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, I come before you right now, lifting up my husband, who is the only child who's going through right now, watching his mother on a bed that she's not able to respond. Lord, strengthen him. I pray that you would stir the gift up that's in him, oh God, and that he would not hear the whisperings of the influences of Satan, but Lord God, that he would build himself up in his most holy faith and listen to the word that Jesus spoke that Healing is the children's bread and that you healed us. And Lord, that you were with us through trial and tribulation, that you are a refuge, that you are a fortress, you are a strong tower, and you saturate us with your love. Oh, Father God, I thank you. I ask you to protect them and keep them. Oh, God, that you protect yes, them Lord. And, and place hands around them, Lord, as you did with Job. I ask you, Lord God, to to that COVID virus just like you spoke to the whale yes, that swallowed up 
that you commanded the will to spit him out, and it did. And I'm praying right now that you would speak to that situation, oh God, and it spit her out in the name of Jesus. Whole yes, And full of the Holy Ghost and praising God and witnessing to the nurses and the doctors in the hospital. Oh God, I thank you even for an opportunity to call on your name because I believe you, God. I believe you and I am saturated in your word. Yes, I believe Lord. you, God, whatever you say, Father God, I come before you right now and yes, I just Lord. lay my life down, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father, that yes, you Lord. would guide my footsteps, oh Lord, and take me to the places where people need to hear a word from you, that you would take me to the places where God, where people need prayer and deliverance and healing in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you would open their ears, that they would be able to hear as the overseer said. It doesn't seem like in America people have turned a deaf ear that they don't even want you to pray. They can't even wait till you get through to the end of it because it seems like you are uh, 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 causing a disruption in their day at times when you call them to pray. But Lord God, I Lord pray that God, they know they will need prayer. They need you in their life. We can't do nothing without you, oh God. And I pray that you would awaken us up out of our sleep, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that in the we name would of walk Jesus. in the newness of life. And Lord, that you would open our eyes and we would see what is going on in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, I just lay myself down before you, God. And I pray, Lord God, that those people that I have prayed for today, Father, would walk in healing, deliverance, peace, the peace of God, that's the passion of all understanding, oh God. Because I was going through a period of anxiety where I was in, I would say, some deep down rooted fear, oh God, but I thank you for deliverance, oh God, and I pray, Heavenly Father, when that spirit wants to rise up again, oh God, that you would set up a standard against him, oh God, that you would protect my head in battle, oh God, as your word says. But yes, you said Lord, in your God. word in Psalm 112 that I will not fear bad news. My heart is steadfast trusting in the Lord. My heart is grounded and not in fear, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. For the word of God, we are delivered. The word of God is truth. The word of God is the sword that we need yes, to God. fight with. Because we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, powers, and evil yes, wickedness in hot places. Lord God, I pray that you would just dispatch your angels all around us, oh God, when things get heavy, oh God, too much for us, that they would come in and minister to us and they would fight for us oh god when our prayers seem like they're not answered that it's taking a long time oh god i pray that you would dispatch angels to fight against those yes, that are trying to hinder and, and and cause obstacles in our way where we can't hear from you for your word says that you heard us the first day we prayed oh god give us the patience to wait on you god that we may wait on you that we won't try to take things in our own hands, oh God, but we would wait and hear the voice of God. That yes, your voice Lord. would be so clear, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father God, we're praying for those that are, are, 
uh, away from their families, oh God, those that have been um, sold into sex trafficking. I yes, read in the Lord. news where they found 50 children in a house working uh, human trafficking, oh God. I come against it in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord God, that all kind of things that are going on like this, that are secret, that are, that are, that are trying to be discreet and hide into the evil God, that you would expose it in the name of Jesus. I pray for this government. Oh, God, all of the things that are happening in this government yes, that Lord, are lives, please, I pray that the truth come forth, the truth come out in the mighty yes, name Lord. of Jesus. I pray for those that are stagnant, oh, God. I pray, Lord, those that are paralyzed right now, not paralyzed from walking, but paralyzed from not doing what you have called them to do. Yes, Lord, I Jesus. pray and I speak light over them, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every church, oh, God. Yes, Every Lord, church God. that is called by your name, Lord God, that yes, you would Lord, bless Jesus. it and that you would bring it alive again, oh God. If it's dead, oh God, breathe on it, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that yes, are in Lord, the church Jesus. that are causing rebellion and division, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would touch them, oh God, and turn their hearts toward you, Father. For you said that you don't like the seven things, six things that you don't like and seven things that you hate, oh God. And Lord God, causing division among the brethren is one of them. Father God, I pray for peace and unity in the churches, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for the anointing of your people. That Lord, that the anointing and the oil that you place on their head would just, that their cups would run over, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that we would be generous and lend in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord God, if you see a brother overtaken in a fault, you that are spiritual. Restore him in the spirit of meekness. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray, yes, Lord, Lord God, that we would stop judging things that we don't even have all the information about. Oh, God. I pray yes, that Lord. we would be more prayer warrior than judging and criticizing and complaining yes, Lord, in the Jesus. name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for increase. Bless our finances, oh God. Give us seed, even like seed that we may sow in the name of Jesus. And give us the wisdom to sow it in the right places. Make us better stewards this year, God. Help us to be better managers over the things that you've given us, oh God. Oh yes, Lord, Lord, I pray that we not take advantage of the things that you have given us, but Lord, that we will be grateful, even fall down for yes, our pinky fingers, that we don't even realize that we need it until it's gone. Oh God, I thank you for wisdom. I'm asking for more wisdom for this year, oh God. Not earthly wisdom, but divine wisdom. The spirit of discernment, the spirit of strategy, the spirit of creativity, the spirit of excellence, oh God. In the name of Jesus, that you would rest that upon your people. Lord, we thank you for your mercy. As she said, your mercies and your word says that your mercies are new every day. We thank you for your benefits, oh God. The benefits that you give us daily, Lord. We, we walk in them, Lord God. And we pray right now, God, that you would be with us. Give us travel and mercy as we travel in the air, on the trail, on the on the railways, and cars, the motorcycles, bicycles, and even as pedestrians, oh God. We're praying for our youth. Father, that Lord God, that they would come into the light. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the Spirit of God would hover over communities, oh God, and draw people unto you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how evil this world is, how evil the television 
shows are, even the commercials, are demonic. Some of them, God, in the name of Jesus, we come against the kingdom of darkness and everything that he is trying to do to the children of God and to those that may come and to the, the calling that you have called Yes, them. Lord Jesus. We bind them right now in yes, the name Lord of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We're binding up every sickness and disease right now. And the spirit of health, healing, and wholeness would come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you and praise and magnify you. Bless Bishop and his wife, oh God, those that are in leadership over us in all Please, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for the elderly, those that are without benefit, those that, need, you, food, those that need health care. Those that need medicines, oh God, I'm praying yes, that you would make provision for them in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Those Lord. that have disabilities, oh God, I pray that you would open their eyes so they would be past their disability. And that they would see, Lord God, how you lifted up a man who was at the pool of Bethesda that didn't walk for 38 years. And you told him to take up his bed and walk. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would open our eyes and we'd be able to see past yes, our disabilities. And Lord, that we would see our healing, and we would have visions of it, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. I pray for those suffering with obesity, those that have problems with eating disorders, oh God. Yes, I pray, Lord. Lord, that you would heal their minds, oh God. And if you can cause a person who is just as, as, as skinny as a pole, and they see themselves fat, that you can help a person that is obese to give them vision so they can see themselves small, healthy, yes, and whole. Hallelujah, in the name of Thank Jesus. you, Jesus. Lord, open our eyes, oh God, that we may yes, see the God. help that you have given us. And we bless your name, Lord, and I praise and honor you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Yes, Amen. Thank you so very much, uh, Elder Sandra yeah. Lyle Dickens, for your very sincere uh, prayer. God bless you. Um, Thank you. Did anybody else come on the prayer line? All, all right. Um, Pastor Kim White of the Bloomfield Baptist Church. God bless you. Would you pray for us, uh, Pastor? Gracious God, we come for your presence with a grateful heart. We honor you, God. God, how we exhort, extol, and extend your name. We exhort you in the earth. You and you alone are worthy and deserving of our praise. God, great is your faithfulness. When we are faithless, you are faithful. We yes, declare Lord. this yes. morning by new mercies we and all we have ever needed, your hand have provided. Thank you for being faithful, God. God, somebody needs today your hand of mercy to be extended unto them. They are damp and disturbed. God, I'm praying for the hearts of those that are bereaved today. God, so many, God, families are going through this season and this hour of bereavement. I pray for the whole family on today, for the Perry and the Jones family, the Humphrey family on today. I pray, God, for the families of all of those that were killed in California over the course yes, of the last four days in Indiana and in the school, yes, God, Lord. where um, those young people and the teacher were shot. I'm praying, God, for the young man who was killed yes, by Lord.
up every one of our communities and every leader yes, on today. God, you said in your word that if your people whom are called by your name would humble themselves, that we would pray, seek your faith, turn from a wicked way, sin, and only then will we hear from heaven. God, you said you would forgive our sins and send a healing to the land. God, our communities need a healing. America needs healing, God. The nation needs healing, God. And so today, God, your sons and daughters come to a place of agreement and we pray, yes. God, who touch we agree, yes. God, and we believe yes. knowing that you are the God of a breakthrough. You are the yes. master that's able to break through every barrier that has set up itself in the lives of your sons yes. and your daughters. God, I'm yes. granted for divine healing over the land, God, those that are sick and infirm. Yes. I pray for my brother Yes, Lord God. for my niece who's having procedure done on today, Ronique, God. I'm asking even now, God, that you be with Deacon Blanton and Deacon is Adele on today who are in hospital. God, I'm praying for Mother, um, Portia, Papa, Portia, lifting up, God. Mother Hattie and Mother Annie Pearl before you. God, I'm praying for every person in a hospital or nursing home, a person who's at home, all those who are on Thank hospital you, Lord Jesus. care and doctors have said that they've done all that they know to do. You're the God of miracles, yeah. signs, and wonders. So work a miracle even now. Bless this yeah. elder on today. Bless the yeah. top family. Bless the yes, Lord. Father in ministry. Bless yes, Lord. Please, God. God and every man and woman of God. Thank you, God, for what you've done, but we're excited as we go forth today, God, with a spirit of expectation and believe, God, that our eyes have not seen nor our ears heard, and it ain't entered into our hearts all that you have in store for us. It's all we ask of you in this hour. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, that we pray and declare it so. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Kim. We appreciate you uh, and all the work yes. that you you do. Father in heaven, we thank you today for uh, you. this opportunity, this avenue, God, to be uh, online uh, and God to also be on podcast tonight. We thank you, God, and we give you glory. We realize that every good and perfect gift comes from you. So these resources are not from us, but they are from you. And even God, the, the resource to pay for these resources, God, you put them in our hands. The earth is yours and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. So God, all of the money in the earth belongs to you. And God, you are going to call us into account for how we use our resources help us god to use our resources wisely help them us to use them uh, for ministry knowing that if we use our resources god for ministry that you god would make sure that we are okay if we seek the kingdom of god first then all things shall be added unto us god we thank you for everybody who has been 
with us today. We thank you, God, for Pastor Kim. We thank you for Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins. I thank you, God, for my wife and Mike, Mike Black from uh, East Africa. God bless you. We thank God for Bishop Jean uh, Burrett Taylor from up in Connecticut. We appreciate you so, so much. Monica Parche Price, Bishop from up in Milwaukee. We thank God for you. And of course, as always, we thank God again for uh, Pastor uh, Kim White and for Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins being with us today, spending your time with us. You don't know how much that means to me, how much it means to the kingdom of God just to hear you pour out your spirit and to hear you give your prayer concerns. May the Lord God grant you one million times the time that you have invested here. May he allow the cloud of blessings to rest over your head and never be moved. May the rain of blessings continue to come down continuously upon your heads and may it never be moved. May you always be planted by the rivers of water, the resources that you need, that your leaves will not wither and that you will be able to be fruitful when other people are out of season. May the God that we serve grant you tremendous, tremendous, tremendous blessings. May he bless you in the day and bless you in the night. Bless you coming in and bless you going out. Bless you when you sit Thank down and bless you when you stand up. May he bless Thank you. you. May he bless your bodies. May he bless your minds. May he bless your heart in the name of Jesus. God, we love you and we thank you. So until this time, next week, same time, same place, we look to see everybody. Blessings upon you all. Have a phenomenally great day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. You've been engaged with Gomillion and Gomillion interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Gomillion serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m., and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.